Yo, what's good? It's your boy, South Breeze 706, Committee Podcast. Uh, we got Dolphin Savage, Marky Sniffles, and special guest, No Siren. What's good, y'all? What's up? Uh, what's up, everybody? I'm glad to be back with y'all niggas. What up? <laughs> what up? We out here doing it. Yeah, shout out to everybody again. We appreciate the support on uh, Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud, so definitely drop us a rating, comment. And if you got some good takes, we'll let you jump on the podcast and chop it up. So, anytime. But, yeah. So, who got the worst speech week this week? I think Marcus had it. Oh, I have one too. I yeah. I don't know about you no more, Doc. Like, I think it's I think it's a wrap for you. Worst speech week. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your last week's uh, tweets of the week were pretty. Uh, I don't, you know what? Let they were hot trash. Let, let me move on. They're not hot trash. All right. All right. Yeah. The uh the worst tweet of the week comes from everybody's favorite sheriff, David Clark Jr. He said he tweeted, When I see Kaepernick in the hood mentoring young black males on making better lifestyle choices, then I will know his sincerity, opportunist. Now, if you go to this tweet and go to the mentions, there are literal pictures of Kaepernick okay. doing the exact yeah. same thing he's asking him to do. It is ridiculous. There are so <laughs> many. There are so many receipts for what Kaepernick is doing that obviously Sheriff Clark looks like a moron, and he clearly doesn't know what he's talking about. It's just someone that's just going off, flying by the seat of their pants. And shout out to the shout out to the Wavy Podcast because that's that's their man's. That's their guy. Yeah, shout out yeah. to Milwaukee, man. Shout out to yeah. Milwaukee. That's Milwaukee's finest right there. I mean, I had a worst tweet of the week, but it was kind of dirty, so I'll just leave it alone. Yeah, so we have a special guest at No Siren on Twitter, so kind of just introduce yourself to the folks, listeners out there, let them know what you're about, let us know uh, what's good. Okay, so my real name is Anaya, but I go by Siren because of my red hair. I use it as a trademark to get me noticed for the most part. I'm from Philly. I'm an Eagles fan. I'm a 76ers fan. I'm an everything Philly fan. Trust the process. Um, yep. <laughs> I'm an uprising. I'm an uprising sports anchor because I'm like an expert in football. I, I'm not really interested in NBA like that, but me neither. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's too predictable for predictable for me. Uh, the NFL, you know, anything goes. Currently a freshman in college. Um, I go to Delaware State University. 18. Still young, 18 years young. Um, next year, I'll probably be going to Atlanta, actually. Um, that's about it, you know. Okay. That's what's up. So, like, how did you how did you get into sports, man? Because, like, most young ladies are into everything but sports, as you saw with mm-hmm. – uh, shout out to Elle, who we uh, booted off this episode. She knows zero about sports, so she was worthless. But, like – like how do you how do you oh, get wow. into sports? I'm like it's the truth. You know she know what it is. Cause like cause like it's usually like it's hard to balance that. Cause like just looking from your like your profile, you don't look like you're you wouldn't be able to tell that you like sports. You can tell that you have like a balance between you know the girl stuff and the sports. Mm-hmm. So how did you how did you kind of get in that balance and find find your uh, love or passion for sports? Always been interested in sports. I'm gonna say I was really young, probably I'm gonna say fifth grade. I was actually really interested in wrestling and football. I used to watch uh, lingerie football league, but I always been I've always been a football fan, and I I actually went to Emotep Charter High School in Philadelphia, which we had the best football team. Well, we had the best sports in the city. Period. Um, we won states probably two years in a row. And I was at I was at every football game in rain, sleet, snow, one degree. I was out there. 
one of my English teachers, he was like, you don't look like you'll be somebody a psychologist. He was just give me the run around about that. And I was thinking, well, I like to write. And I saw this girl on um, Twitter. Her name was Alexis Shaw. I was like, I could do that. I mean, she was reading directly off of iPad. And I was like, I could do way better than that. And I'm, just not a, <laughs> I'm just not a reporter. I'm an anchor, you know, actually know the the complexities of football. So since then, I always wanted to be a sports anchor, and I've been devoted ever since. I started with a book, and I just started writing, like, the top players, like a top player from our school, um, Nasir Upshore. He went to Florida State. And I just was writing, like, page, everything I could find about him, just writing stuff, did interviews, and did internships, and just let that follow from there. Cool, yeah, that's pretty cool, like, that you found out, like, what you want to do kind of at an early age, you know, just keep pursuing it. Who was your favorite NBA player? My favorite NBA player, I like rookies, so. So are you, like, excited about uh, Ben Simmons and what he's going to bring to yeah, the Yeah, I'm very uh, excited about Ben Simmons. You know, last year they tricked us with the um, – they tricked us with the injuries. They just didn't yeah. want them to play because there was no point of actually playing. So to recuperate for next season, this season. No yeah, with, with Fultz and Simmons, I think um, the 76ers are going to be a really interesting team. And mm-hmm. I look forward to seeing them ball. They say Simmons is like the light-skinned Australian LeBron <laughs> James. So I'm interested to oh, see that. Okay. <laughs> All right. I don't think that's the case. But, you know, maybe, maybe they might be. So, but yeah, how do, you, how do you feel about this NFL season so far? NFL season, Eagles definitely, I believe, we're the best team in our division. Carson Wentz, he's good under pressure. He stay, he stay elite when forced out of the pocket. Um, and he's young, so we got some years with him. I believe we can win games with our defense. You know, we got a vinyl derby out with an ankle. Um, Corey Graham out with a hand. All our safeties out with a hamstring for Malcolm. Um, but our next game is against the Giants. Atrocious offensive line running running game is not existent. Um, one thing I do don't like about the Eagles is Doug Peterson. His play calls is terrible. When you when you when you call a screen pass on a third and long, it's it's almost we forced to punt the ball. That's like the most predictable play in football. I feel like I do it on Madden all the time. Yeah, so I know I was telling you, like, I, I, I said this last year. I was saying that – I don't know if I tweeted it, but I was saying you could argue that that Carson Wentz is the best quarterback in the NFC East. And mm-hmm. I, stay, I stand behind that. Just from watching him play, I think I watched him play one game, maybe two games. Dude, he throw down a field, he's mobile, he's got zip on the ball, he can keep playing. Got great. The thing is, he has no weapons. That's the one thing that I feel is mm-hmm. hurting him. I know they got uh, – You got Alshon Jeffrey. Well, I mean, like, yeah, Austin Jeffrey's a good possession guy. But I mean, like, a real, like, legit burner. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, Nelson Aguilar, whatever his name is. Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar is iffy. He's trash. His his hands are terrible. He's still a deep threat, though. We (laughs) can't just say. I don't know. These UFC receivers, as you know, on the Jaguars, uh, they they get to the NFL and forget how to play football for whatever reason. I don't. I don't get it. So why would I know that on the Jaguars? I don't think we have a US. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Marquis Lee. Yeah, Marquis he Lee. had a good year though, but mm, he, he's kind of kind of iffy with the injuries. So it's it's interesting. Like I, there's like cats up here in North Jersey. Actually, my barber's a uh, Eagles fans. All of them are Eagles fans. So we always chopping up about them. So <sighs> I mean, y'all beat us last year. So I'm, I'm not gonna, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna hate too much. I mean, even with this, with your aspirations to be an anchor. 
my thing is like what is your what is your real goal do you want to work for like espn or like what? uh my real goal i want to work for espn but i'm shooting for nfl network but i'll give anything that they can so my thing is though like with with social media like you really you don't necessarily need to work for a big network man as long as you get your thing popping mm-hmm. online twitter and youtube like uh right like i don't know if you follow bso but he kind of he kind of does his own thing, you know, independently with, with sports and media. I know he recently got a a radio gig, but like he he supports himself straight off, you know, podcasts and doing his own sports reporting. So my thing is, I don't think you necessarily need to go that route. It'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Bro. You can you can have your own wave and you know be your own boss. Not to worry about being PC like you know with the Jamel Hill thing. You know, right. she really she really couldn't say what she wanted to, even though that's mm-hmm. how she felt, but. You know, when you got Mickey Mouse signing your checks, you kind of got to be, you know, you can't really say what you want to say. So that's that's one thing that I would suggest, you know what I'm saying? Continue to build your platform. I see you got a little bit of a following on Twitter. Mm -hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, just continue to work that. And that's that's really what's going to propel you. I've been been following uh, Black Sports Online for a couple years now. And to see where he started from to where he's at now is pretty amazing. Like, he was, like, at the finals asking questions you know, head coaches and stuff like that post game. So he's, he's been his own boss. He's been his own man, stay true to himself. And he's pretty much his own network. Yeah. yeah. Which is always good. Cause you don't have to limit yourself to just being a part of network a or network B with social media. Like you can really gather a following or use the platform that you have to really shoot and go far. I mean, especially being a woman, because a lot of guys and even fellow women are always interested in what takes another woman would have. Right. Wait, what? <laughs> What'd you say? The fuck you mean? What? I'm, I'm just saying, just repeat what you said. I just said a lot of guys and also women are interested in what a woman, like as far as their takes and stuff on sports. Uh, I mean, I, I guess I'll let her speak for herself, but I just know from what I see on my timeline, when I see, you know, female sports personalities tweet something, there's always that chance you hear someone saying, oh, you know, get back in the kitchen or why are you talking about sports? Go to a knitting class or something like that. So uh, I wouldn't be quick to say that most, maybe women are, but I wouldn't say that men are out here. Most most women on ESPN or NFL are usually just reporting or they're just, they're not really giving their own analysis on it on football, which makes me think that they really don't know football and it's, they just reading off a teleprompter. Me, that's what I want to do different. I'm actually studying football on my own. Nobody tells me, you should do this, you should do that. I just know it's good for my own benefit. Well, the thing with, with women is pe- people will assume that women aren't capable of talking about sports be- or talking about football specifically because women usually don't grow up playing football. Like football is a boy sport. Right you know, Pop Warner, middle school, and women are usually cheerleaders or something like that. You know, if a guy's sitting on his couch, you know, listening to some woman try to break down the game, he's like, well, what does she know? She's never played sports before. So that's that's something that, you know, women have to deal with when it comes to speaking on football specifically. Yeah, I think it's kind of a gender bias with a lot of things. Like, like it's it's kind of weird to see, like, you know, like male teachers. Like, I don't think I've ever had a male teacher in my life. I think I've had like maybe one out of, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 teachers I have. Most of them are PE teachers or kind of like the stigma with like male nurses. It's just kind of like, eh, it's kind of weird. I mean, I'm sure they're just as qualified. Like with women in sports, it's just not yeah. the norm. And it's I think good. that's what those people off. But yeah. 
it's going to take people, a lot of time. Yeah, smart people will listen to good information. As long as your information is good, I, I mean, I'll clown a guy who's like, yo, there's a lot of dudes on ESPN, Fox Sports, or whatever major network that's on that have no idea what they're talking about. Really? They, they also read up the teleprompter too, like, oh, yeah, I think this is going to happen because blah, 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 blah. Oh, Super Bowl hangover, blah, 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 blah. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, bro, like, are you not watching the games? Are you not actually breaking down film? Like, and I understand they can't know everything. It's it's hard to know everything about every team, but man, some of y'all pissed me off. Some of y'all's bullshit, man. Oh, I was going to just say there's definitely a privilege of being a, a man talking about football on the internet because I can I can come out of nowhere with the hot take of like, you know, you know, Aaron Rodgers is overrated or Tom Brady sucks or something like that. And I might get trashed for my sports opinion, but no one's ever going to say I shouldn't be allowed to talk about football because I'm a guy. So they're like, oh, you know, he can talk about football. He's just dumb. But if a, you know, if a, if a woman says something like that, then it's like, well, that's why we don't let women watch sports or whatever. Yeah, I see that. I see like a lot of things that I say and people that don't agree with, they like, it's like, y'all wouldn't have the same reaction if I was the guy that say that, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, I bet you get, like, especially if you're watching the game, you're live tweeting the game, and you make an observation, there's probably a lot of pushback from people like, well, what do you know? You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that that, that sounds pretty pretty accurate. So let me see. So you watched, well, I'm assuming that you watched that uh, that game last year in February, the Super Bowl. So yeah. what, are, what are your independent thoughts? Because I know, full disclosure, I am a Falcons fan, so it's, it's interesting to hear other people's views about that game. So what what were your thoughts, man? Um, my thoughts was that Matty Ice did not choke. I feel as though the defense choked. Oh my God, you're my favorite person in the world <laughs> because that is the narrative that they pushed. If they'd have won that game, Matt Ryan would have finished with an almost perfect quarterback rating. But continue. Right, he's the MVP. Um, I feel as though he don't get enough recognition as he should. Yeah, I just feel like the defense should have shouldn't have gave up so easily, even though they was. Oh, what, 28 points? Yeah, it's 28 to 3. 28 to 3. <laughs> and I'm tired of hearing it. Because Julio Jones is my favorite offensive player, so I'm tired of hearing 28 to 3. You know I mean, like. Yeah. Oh, I mean, they did, though. I mean, they did, but again. I mean, they did. Like, let's Yeah, but another, another observation, if, if, you, if you look at some more stuff, is that when we were up 28 to 3, the rest of the game, we only ran the ball five times so that's mm-hmm. another uh shout out to kyle shanahan who is continuing to start out uh as a loser actually he's continuing his losing streak from the super bowl because now he is uh owing three in his last uh three games so shout out to that bum he'll be fired within uh i'm giving him two years but i, I don't think he's gonna make it that long to be honest with you because like as a brand new nfl wow, head coach blasphemous bro it's the truth Okay, he's on the worst team talent-wise in the league. Okay, and yeah. I know Pauls. I know no, I'm boycotting, but I know they don't have anyone special on that roster. Okay, yeah, but, but that, it starts from the top though, because Balky, he's a terrible owner. All right, you hired a GM who has zero experience in John Lynch, and then you hire a guy that's only been only proven to be good, maybe two stops in his career, right? And the second time he was good, he had to make it to the Super Bowl, but he had an MVP quarterback. He had one of the arguably the best. Wide receiver in the NFL. He made one of the, Okay. And one of the top running backs in the NFL. Like, and a receiving core that was, was top to bottom, you know, could do everything you want. Big catches, speed catches, body people, bully ball, whatever you want. 
and you you give this guy a head coaching job? This dude didn't even hire an offense coordinator. Like, how do you have a first year head coach calling the plays? Like, as a as a head coach, it's more it's your job to do everything for this. You have to manage the entire team. It's not just hey, I'm, I'm worried about the offense. That's not how that works. I mean, it's, that's it's, the guy you put your trust in. I can see maybe after a couple of years, letting him call the plays but off the rip. Bro, is, like, is it not on? is it not fair to say that Kyle Shanahan kind of brought the Falcons offense to another level because when he was coaching there, they became a record setting offense before he got there. No, 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 no. Time out. The second year, the second year he was there, that's when that happened. The first year, that, it was, that, they were they were bumping heads because it was his way of the highway. He didn't want to he didn't want to be malleable with the players around him. He so that paid. second year they started doing the things he wanted to do. That's a combination of no, they started doing things that Matt Ryan wanted to do. Because they had him the oh, first year. He was still the OC, but okay. the first year they had Matt Ryan doing all kinds of naked bootlegs and booting out. They had Matt Ryan running like the read option. Like, why are you doing that? That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't play to his strengths, it doesn't play to the team strengths. So no. Yeah, the second year was great, but there's other factors. But as you can see, we haven't missed a beat with him gone. So who really made the team? That's that's my thing. Everybody gives him all the credit for oh yeah, because you guys are still using this playbook, but okay, we'll see. We're using a variation of this playbook, but we have better play calling. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, it's still early, but again, this it, is, it is really coach. early. Well, let's say that he just scored his first offensive touchdown in the, the third game of the season for. Right, he's on the he's coaching the yeah. worst team in the league. I'm not, okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fault him too much for he, that roster. I'm, I'm gonna, what I'm, does he have? We're gonna we're gonna roll this back. He'll be fired within two years. <laughs> He'll be fired within two years. So, but yeah, that's that's interesting. So, who do you think the best team in the NFL is right now? Like, who are your top three teams, Simon? My top three teams is Green Bay, Steelers. Mm, I'm gonna do a stretch here. I'm gonna do a little stretch. I'm gonna say the Chiefs. Okay, I'll give you two out of three. How the hell do you have Green Bay as a top team in the NFL? And they've got their backs beat in by the Falcons. You got to explain yourself. No, she doesn't have to explain herself. No, yes, she does. If you gonna be a sports, this isn't expert, gonna be an Atlanta no. Falcons show. It's not, it's not an Atlanta like Falcons show. It's the it's, team with the best quarterback in the league. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. I feel as though Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the league. Oh, That's except, over Tom Brady. Except when God, QB. Except when he plays the Falcons because he is um, over three the last time they've played. So let's. Uh, nah, let's okay, let's the Falcons will get it rolling, and maybe they'll crack the list later on. I mean, it's subjective. Nothing wrong with that. Well, I know the NFL. I mean, the NFL's power rankings for Week Three is Kansas City number one, Oakland number two. I don't know how New England is number three. Falcons are number four. Steelers number five. But I think ESPN had Atlanta number one, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, so in that game, the the guy QB versus the Falcons uh, plays passes behind the line of scrimmage. He was twelve for twelve, eighty-two yards. Any play that was 10 yards downfield, three for eight, 68 yards, and a pick. So that is the uh, the God QBI here looking straight. Yeah, that has nothing to do with him not being the best quarterback in the league. I mean, well, if he's the best quarterback in the league, then why do he play like trash? Bro, why do you act so butthurt when anybody talks about the Falcons? I'm not acting butthurt. Go. It I'm was reading, 28 to 3. I'm reading straight God damn. Somebody that's a Jaguars fan can't talk about being bad. Infinite knowledge over teams hold and up. things are going on in the NFL without me even without, with me boycotting the season over you a one trick pony. If if not Aaron Rodgers, who is the best quarterback in the NFL South Breeze? Who is it? I didn't say he wasn't the best quarterback. I'm talking about the best team. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just asking, I can't even answer the question. I'm just saying, who's the best quarterback in the NFL? 
Who has the best talent? No, who is the best quarterback <laughs> in the NFL? Today? Who is the best quarterback in the All NFL? Right, Come on, man. <laughs> Today? Or what are we talking about? Who's the best quarterback in the NFL? How do you interpret that question? Today? Now, he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers' arm. He doesn't have his mobility. But today, I mean, what, what are we basing this off? Stats? He's not a better quarterback than Tom Brady. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to do this. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I didn't want to do this either. I, I wanted. You can't say um, nothing. Rise up! Rise up! Rise up! Miss no side. Come in here and say what you <laughs> say. Get off for hot takes, and this turned into just Falcon shaming. Turned into the Falcons podcast. Yeah, geez, please. <laughs> like who? Who's the best offensive line in the NFL? The Falcons. Who's got the best fullback? No, 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 no. The best offensive line clearly is the Dallas Cowboys. And clearly, the best quarterback the best, in the NFL is the best Aaron fullback. Rodgers. The best fullback is probably uh, the Bills. Who used to be the Falcons' fullback? Oh, God. What, the, what other questions you got? What do you want? Best defense in line? You could argue the Falcons. Falcons are the Seahawks. Of course. Of course, you With could. The you always D-line? argue the Falcons. Yeah, you could argue the Falcons. Bro, get, get out of here. <laughs> who, has, who has the best D line? It's between Houston and Seahawks. I throw, Houston I, has uh, the names. Buffalo's showing me some some real stuff. Yeah, too. after after they played after they played Saxonville, they they didn't look like a great D line. Yeah, so. I feel I feel like y'all are sleeping on. I mean, you just said that Dallas probably has the best offensive line. You're sleeping on the Denver Broncos, who made that offensive line look like a JV offensive line. Uh, the people are saying that the Cowboys have the best offensive line, but they played two of the teams with the worst offensive line. Okay, well, I guess we'll hop that real quick. So, speaking of the Cowboys, what, what do you think about Ezekiel Elliott? Like about his performance? They are saying that he quit, he gave up. I actually, have some like, photographic evidence. This man looked like he's packing on the pounds since he left Ohio State. Like he's got abs, and he kind of has abs. Now he's got a bit of a gut. Like is he living the life, hanging out with these white women, you know, eating hamburgers, <laughs> drinking forty ounces? I don't know what's going on with this guy. Like, he doesn't look like the same lean, ripped guy that's bursting through holes and making big plays. I mean, maybe last week was uh, an anomaly, but a lot of people are uh, – the, 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 the uh, Ezekiel Elliott stock is low right now. Let's put it like that. So. Me, personally, I despise the Cowboys because I'm an Eagles fan, of course, but throughout the whole process of Zeke with the uh, battle of the whole – the girl and all the other bullshit, um, I'm actually disappointed. I was – I wanted him to come back a better season than he had and playing with the anger that he had. To, he almost had a six six game suspension suspicion, suspension. But he still is still under review. They could still suspend him and might be reduced, but I'm definitely disappointed in how he's performed. Well, from his gameplay he suspended himself because he was not factor. Uh, last week against the Broncos. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so, all right, what do you think about uh, what do you think about your boy uh, Odell? I'm sorry, Dell, because there's no O. What do you think about Dell Beckham? Petty, so petty, mm-hmm. so petty. Now, what are your thoughts on Dell? How do you how do you feel about that guy? Well, he's playing with the worst O line in the um in the NFL, so I feel like he's just like. A pawn. Like, I feel like he's not able to do what he's actually capable of. Um, Eli Manny, I call Eli Manny the forgotten quarterback. He's not able to – he throws slants. So, he's not able to actually get the ball to Odell. Um, like I said before, the running game, the Giants is 
non-existent. I just feel like it's going to be a bad, bad season for them. Yep. Now, I think I don't think they have the worst line. I think they have the second worst line. I think the worst line will go to the That's Seahawks. That's not any Seahawks. better. Yeah, I say the Seahawks is – I say it's worse. It's just that Russell Wilson can move around a little bit, so kind of probably mask it. But I think that their line is terrible. Like, I was like – I was watching that game against Green Bay, and uh, Clay Matthews just straight blew past one of their tackles. Like, he wasn't there. I was like, God dang. Like, bro, are you going to put a hand out there? Anyway. Yeah, I don't know I do. who that was. But, yeah, so I, I don't know. Odell's cool. You could argue he's top three in the league. I'm just waiting for him to make uh, some plays in the playoffs when he counts. So. He's only had one playoff game. He can only play in the games that are put in front of him. I'm sure the next time he's in the playoffs, he'll have a better showing. But he did have a bad game. But he is – it's it's not even arguable. He is the top three receiver in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So, so what I would like to see fact. in my fantasy uh, in my fantasy draft trade world, I would like to see Odell – Play. I'm sorry, Dell. I'd like to see Dell play for the Saint. Oh, sorry, Los Angeles Rams. I think that'd be pretty cool. Him, Sammy Watkins, Todd Gurley, and apparently uh, Jared Goff is an NFL quarterback now. So I, I think. I think. I mean, I know the Giants can pay him the most, but I could. I could see him going to California. Like just the way he likes to act. He's. Uh, he likes to be the life of the party. Likes to be a star. Because let's be real. Like his talent. His top three talent is going to be wasted in New York if they don't make any serious moves. It's going to take more than a year or two to rebuild that line. And then if you have to draft a new young quarterback, it's going to take them a while to get, you know, on track unless you bring in a veteran. So I, I could see him leaving. I could see him going somewhere else. Especially if they don't give him his money that he deserves. He's, a, he's clearly the best player on that team. I just find it funny that Eli Manning, who is a two-time winning Super Bowl champion, doesn't get a lot of flack for the piss-poor play of the offense. I feel like they put a lot of blame and pressure on Odell Beckham, and he gets a lot of the attention when it's like, this is a quarterback's league. If you if you don't have a good quarterback, a, a lot of things aren't going to work for your offense. And I just I just think it's funny that he gets a pass. Like, Eli Manning has been getting a pass his whole career. Like, no one really said nothing about him when his dad got him, you know, out of the, the Chargers draft. And no one really said anything about his drinking issues in college. And now that the Giants are bad, it's like, well, Odell shouldn't have been on the sideline messing with that net. It's, it's just – I just don't like the whole thing that they do with that. Part of this goes to the the argument you have about Julio Jones not being interesting and not being one of the more marketable receivers because when you do stuff like that, you open yourself up to the unnecessary scrutiny of these mm-hmm. networks that don't know anything. They have to – like you said, they have to make a story, right? So what's the big story? Let's all oh, Odell's act of fooling the sideline. He brings that kind of attention to yourself. When you don't perform when you're losing, that's going to be the story. I understand that. I understand getting attention and all that stuff. But we're talking about – we're not talking about, you know, uh, Kirk Cousins. We're talking about a two-time Super Bowl champion. And you don't – you you shouldn't get a pass on that. And it's not like – it's not like Eli Manning's out there lighting it up. It's not everybody. Yeah, but he's from, quote-unquote, football royalty. His his brother clearly is – That's the issue. That's hey, he clearly issue. sexually assaulted a woman, put his nuts on her face, and he's still doing Papa John's commercials. And yeah, that's happened. But you know, it's uh, that's the issue. That's not that's not right, and it's not fair for Odell to have to deal with that. While Eli Manning just kind of just gets brushed under the rug as if he's not out here throwing ducks and doesn't lead you know the league in interceptions every other year. Well, I'm, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give some credit though, like. In that playoff game, Eli was on point. He was getting the ball. He was finally getting the ball out to Odell, and he wasn't making any plays. But 
once you start attacking the quarterback, it's like, eh, I was like, bro, like, do you have any rings? Like, have you done anything in this league to be calling me out? Like, yeah, I feel, I feel this is uh, going to go downhill very, very quickly. Because they say they don't pay players, and, and uh, the Giants don't play players like that. So just be, out, be, be on the lookout for that. I feel like that could possibly happen. Yeah, if, if Odell Beckham hits uh, free agency, there will be plenty of teams lined up trying to get him. Like, there's – I feel like there's not a single team in the NFL. Maybe, you know, I guess the Falcons. I guess – well, even not, I think the Falcons would take him if they could – if the Falcons could afford him, every team would take Odell Beckham if they could afford him. That sounds, that sounds fair. That's, that's fair. Fair enough. Because so. even if you went to the Falcons, if he's your second-best receiver – you know, that's that's insanity. So no, that's that's true. That's interesting. So, but uh, yeah, I think that's all we got for today. Uh, y'all got any shout outs? Um, shout out to my page. Y'all can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at No Siren K N O W Siren. That's it. Yeah, shout out to uh, to KJ the Dallas kid. I, I got something for him next episode. I'm about to flame. I'm, a, I'm about to flame that little nigga, man. Tired of him. I'm tired wow. of this shit. Wow. Shout out to KJ the Dallas kid, Mr. Savage. All right. Well, again, thanks for everybody listening on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Definitely a share with your people. Drop a review. You know, let us know what's good. Come join the conversation. This is me, podcast. We out. Peace.